Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. My headphones are a bit loud, actually. Sorry, I know you told me. I'll just turn them down. <laughs> oh, Christ. What have you been on? <laughs> Lambert <laughs> Butlers. Stuff like me anti-mags. You need to cut those fags out. I'm, I've never smoked in my life. Oh, I've got some throat spray. Do you want some throat oh, spray? Oh, yeah. I've got some, Right, you turn the headphones down. I'll well, get I don't know spray. which one to do. Get this right at the back of your throat, because I've got some as well. Yeah, and I, the spray. I cannot, cannot recommend this enough. Go on. Take a picture of it. It's uh, ultra chloroseptic antiseptic you can throat say, spray. You can say that all right. Do you want to send something about sound Do you want me to? Yeah. Spray. Sorry, G and Divas. No, I'm still too loud. Down on the, the throat. I think you're only meant to do two. Yeah, no, but do four or five. Gives you a bit of a kick. I'll, ne- I'll never speak again. Right, where's my <clears> headphones? <throat> Which is my headphones? I don't know. Is it that one? There we go. Oh, that's a bit too... There we go. Oh, that's better. Okay. Um, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, is burping worse than a fart? Oh, that's a good question. I did a terrible burp in the car the other day and got told off. Quite right. And does everyone do bad impressions of their dog? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexed your boss, but we're not usually like the ants? Are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert, who's often now hard on Heart FM. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, we're not Jordan North, who's uh, often on Radio 1. Been doing in longer shifts recently. He's absolutely pooped. Uh, I'm, more lan- I'm more landed gentry. You're more rudimentary. Absolutely do not get that at all whatsoever. Well, credit to Stephen Alexander for What's that one. What's landed gentry? Like aristocracy, but sort of one down. And then rudimentary is sort of another word for basic. You'll take it. Oh, I don't get Mardi. Um, 
just I was recently called very what's the word a basic bitch and I am were you yeah and I am you by know. your boss who no just you know I know what I like and I like what I know I get most of my clothes from Marks and Spencers these days and yeah nice I live a very quiet life well you try to mm. what's up with your throat Mikey? I don't know it's not it's not COVID sorry John I went too far overnight Shoved it right down with it. Jordan. Sorry, too far. Sorry, sorry, Mikey. Um, sorry, William. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Diego. Sorry, sorry listeners. Like, sorry, listeners. No, I don't know. It's just, just you know, generally run down. It's the stress of planning a, a luxury, high-class wedding with executive munchets. What are going to talk about? Who shall we... Uh... Who should we toast? Oh, I don't know. It says here on the script, William, happy birthday. Oh, was it my birthday? No, it's your birthday tomorrow. Oh, at the time of recording, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Right, let's do it. Oh, you really shouldn't. Oh, don't toast to me. Oh. It's my birthday, so... Thank you. Um, oh, gosh, guys, this is a complete shock. Thank you so much. I'm going to... Sorry, I'm letting you do the gin and the bonnet, because it's my birthday. Yeah, so. I'll pour it for you. I'd like to raise a toast. To my good friend... And we all know the etiquette here. My good friend, podcast co-host, soon to be married, and UK's leading etiquette expert on his 33rd birthday. Well done, you. That's 33... 33rd birthday if you're in uh, Ireland. Mm. Happy birthday. Thank you. And we don't drink, because if you drink a toast yourself, it's unlucky and arrogant. And we don't drink because... I've got my braces in, <laughs> and it'll stain them. But it's, uh, I'll take them out and I'll have a proper drink. We need to, we, we've said as well, we, we've mentioned this, mm. we're going to do a proper episode soon, because now we just have one drink. We're going to go back to the old days where we used to get shit-faced. Yeah, we just, we're just going to get the wedding sorted, yeah. get that out of the way, and uh, we, will, we will come back to yeah. getting a bit tiddly. Yeah, we're just going to get that then. So um, what are you doing for your birthday? As of, sorry, what have you done for your birthday? Well, I mean, my birthday continues. Every day is my birthday, thanks to the raw mail strikes and uh, presents and cards turning oh, up late. God. So it rumbles on. I'm still celebrating. I might be still celebrating in October. Um, Hopefully you'll be able to get that train to that restaurant you wanted to go to as well. That was me trying to be oh, funny. Oh, I see. Yeah, train strike the day before the <laughs> wedding. Absolutely fine, everybody. Oh, is there actually... Not a problem. Oh, shit. Is oh, there it's actually... fine. Yeah, there is, there is the train strike, unfortunately. Um, but. Um... Darling, I've never gone to go on a peasant carriage anyway. Don't you worry, I've got the driver taking me. And your father and your brother. We will be there. Don't you worry, we won't miss this for the world. Um... Unless James has something on, of course, <laughs> and then we might have to not make it. Uh, but actually, credit to uh, my friend Ella who has given me a fantastic phrase, and I give this to anybody that is planning a wedding or any large event who guests, whether that's friends or family, come with a sort of a problem, a bit of drama that doesn't need, you know, that really, quite frankly, as the couple getting married, you don't need in your life, such as, let's say, there's a train strike, what are we all going to do? Ella's phrase, which she gave me, she got recently married, was, all the options that are available to me are available to them. And it's beautifully passive-aggressive. Oh, so All the options that are available to me are available to them. It's basically saying, sort your own shit out. Quite. But in a really nice way. And also, I mean, as I have said to a few guests, we're not a concierge service. So you want I to mean, sort out your own no, I kind travel. Of I can't me... do that for every no. guest. But, right, I'm a bit annoyed here because you're quoting Ella, and I said to you last week, I held your hand and said... And I get no praise or thanks at all. I said, 
things are going to go wrong on the day or the day before. It's never exactly how you want it. Yeah. You just accept it. And you're just like, yeah. But that's not really a quote. No, it's just a bit of wisdom. But also, why would I quote that back at you? It's a bit like Ella sitting there and going, Ella, I tell you, you what, what, this is fantastic You've got phrase. a bloody answer for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to say. But I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, no. But, okay. I'm really sorry. But I'm also part of me is like I agree with you, but the other part is it's your wedding, so you you say, look, there's options. You can drive. There's parking nearby. Yes. You send them parking options. Mega bus. Right. National Express. Yeah. I I'm just gonna say I, I drove home this weekend and it was a nightmare. It took six hours each way. Is that because of your bad driving or because of road problems? Um, both. And because the car's electric, we have to charge it. So oh. it takes about 30 minutes to charge. But I wouldn't... The I'd... electric car? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good for the environment. <laughs> what? What? What's so funny about electric... I, tell... I had an electric car. Did I tell you yes. I got an electric car? Any particular model of electric car? Sure. I got an electric car when I was at Rock FM. They gave me a free... When I was was this the one with the wipers? No, that no. was the other one. Okay. So that ran out, and then I got an electric car... Just towards my end of my time at Rock FM. One of those BMW. BMW 5, anyway. X5. Might be that. And then I tell you, I had it plugged in, charged at St. George's Centre in Preston. Yeah. I think I've told you this. You told my mother this the first time you met her. Did I? Yeah. Did I actually? It's often quoted back to me. Well, I was basically, I put it on charge, went through some shopping and put my shopping in boot and set off. And this alarm was like beeping, but I just ignored it, set off. (laughs) And basically nearly took back window a new lookout because <laughs> <laughs> the charger was still plugged in. So I'm like, that revving, would have been, I'm would have been. going, beep, beep, beep. Anyway, did I tell your mum that story? You did, yeah. Would have been a new look for, for them. Mm, very good. Thank the, you. Who quotes that back to you? My mother. Does she? Yes. Does she find because it? They had an ele- cause you, because they had their car plugged into oh. the electric charger. Did I tell thing. your mum that story? Yeah. I hear that. Salt of the earth. And something to do with underwear, but I forget what that story was. Underwear? Yeah. Apparently you had a discussion about underwear. Not in a weird way. Oh, actually, talking of weird conversations you don't want to have with your parents, guess what my mother asked me this week? Are you the letterbox or the postman? (laughs) No, she asked me... (laughs) Go on. She asked me what the aubergine emoji means. (laughs) Her hairdresser had sent her the hands praying emoji and she went, I think that means grateful or thankful. I don't really get emoji language. And what does the aubergine emoji stand for that people keep talking about? And you know when you're sort of you're at a crossroads and you think I can either lie, she's so sweet, or you innocent. can just I can just tell her. And I said it's part of the male body. And she went, Oh right, well I didn't really need to know that, did I? I was like, Well, you asked. <laughs> so that was fairly horrifying this week. Anyway, happy birthday. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com. That's our email address. Or you can tweet us. Is it? Mm-hmm. God, I've wondered what that was. <laughs> Don't get sarky and piss off with your rattly... Please go to the oh, doctors. Right. Do, you think I'll see how... Do you think I'll make it to the bonus this week? I hope so. You make it to the bonus. All right, Ben. Christ. Who's put 50p in him? Who's put 50p in him? Bloody Graham Sooness over his moustache. 
I think he looks like Peter Mendelssohn. <laughs> Our references are so funny. And so and so on trend. <laughs> so on trend. Oh, it's all right. I, I said Wayne and Wayne on Radio 1 this oh, week. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, God, no one age 17, 18 knows who. Do you even know who Wayne and Wayne Etta Were they are? Harry Enfield characters? Yeah, do you yeah. know who Wayne and Wayne Etta is? I oh. said I basically referred to some old neighbours that used to live next to you called Wayne and Wayneetta. Were they actually called Wayne and Wayneetta? And the producer, fair play to him, was like, mm, do uh, 18, 19 year olds know who Wayne and Wayneetta is? I was like, probably not, though. No. no. Yeah, they were a scruffy couple from Harry Enfield and Chumps. Oh, you can send us a message on Instagram or Twitter at Sex My Boss, and you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. How's your week been? I've um, got loads to tell you. Have you? Well, mm. Why don't you go first? No, you go first. Come okay. On. Well, just do your water bottle. William's ass. <laughs> I mean, no wonder I need to go to the doctors. Mike, you been away this week. Oh, for God's sake. Um, I had my uh, pre-wedding Botox. Oh, okay. Yes. However, the place I normally go to didn't have any slots that I could do. I had my shirt on that forest. (laughs) So I went to a place that I have previously... Same same group, but another clinic. And I'm not a massive fan of that doctor that administers the Botox and I don't think he's a massive fan of me not not from a is he famous no 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 no. but I just you know when you just don't click with people yeah I just ha- I've never clicked with him anyway I knew I was going to be getting him one area forehead now how that's what you tell them you want one area and that area is the forehead so where would you inject Jordan in the forehead yes why do you look like Snoopy the dog uh, so, no so he was doing my forehead and the next thing I know I feel a little prick Stop it. I feel a little prick next to my eye. I was like, that, that is clearly not my forehead. Did you say something? Well, no, because it had gone in. And it's not, you can't just hit undo and it comes out. It's too late. So I had to let him do the other side because otherwise I'm going to be lopsided. So I'm, as I've said to you, I text you during the week, I will go down that aisle looking like Michael Jackson at his own wedding. I mean, we could have done a better reference there. I was thinking hey, more Katie Hey, excuse me, Price. Wayne and Wayne Etta. Katie Price. No, but Michael Jackson had quite... I mean, Katie Price at her weddings was, was sort of before she went completely bonkers with... So did you get your forehead done as well? Yes. At the same time? Yes. So he's done eyes and forehead? Yeah. They'd still charge me one area at least, but they just didn't... I don't... I, babe, I don't think you need Botox. Well, that's very kind. And do you know why you're saying that? Why? Because I have Botox. You, on the other hand... No, that, that great big line. Well, there. That's my laughter line. The laughter line. Do you laugh a lot? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell must you, be in hysterics. I'm going to Turkey first, and then I can sort of that. You're going to Turkey? That's for hair. Yeah. You don't, darling. Your hair's fine. I've got a good barber. I've got to get a Are you receding as well? Yeah. Oh. Should see how I dominate now. I'm on Dominic, well, I have. So I follow him on Instagram he now. Listens to this. Love you, Dom. But yeah. Um, well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I, I can I can point you and Dominic in the right direction, so no, it's fine. No, I'm going to go to Turkey. Apparently, you can get a cheap flight, all-inclusive hotel and a new head. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to be careful. And also, you, there's a lot of downtime. You have to shave your hair off for three months first. Wear a cap. Oh. Well, you can't wear a cap for everything. My TV career is just getting in the way of everything at the moment. <laughs> have I changed? Well, that was a joke. Why is everyone looking at me like a nobody? Well, that was worry. a joke. Because, Jordan, surely surely there are no other shows to go on. So, finish, do the last couple that you haven't done, and then you can just oh, no, take a I've year got, off TV. I knew what I'm doing in... Uh, is that the Manchester one? 
December, yeah. And then December or November? December. All right, okay. And then I've got another one in... Anyway. You've got your Warrior Island still. That's been filmed. I know. But you'd have to do press around it or something. Anyway. It's not called that anymore, anyway. What's it called? I can't just say. Be- just I between us. I, can, I don't know if I can say. Well, just between us. <laughs> oh, thank you, God. <laughs> Sorry, Judy, I can't tell you the new name of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Gene Davis, you're going to love that name. (laughs) Is it definitely called that? I'm not. I think so. You must tell them not to change it. It's been basically when you when it gets announced what the new name was, it it's going to be like making us all over again with all the jokes. (laughs) Am I right or am I right? Mm -hmm. Look at your the glee in his face. Oh, anyway, dear. Botox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I asked you. <laughs> what's the good? What's so funny about that? You know full well what's funny about that. <laughs> I don't get it. I know that certain friends this week will text me going, "What's it called?" <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, as the soul of discretion, I will say nothing. <laughs> Disclaimer. Not true. How's the uh, wedding preparations go? Only two weeks to go. Yes. Can't wait. My suit's arrived, by the way. Yes, you said last week. Mm-hmm. Does it fit? Uh, it's a bit, a bit tight. Oh, okay. I had a good summer. Right. We could always get it let out. You've got enough time to take it to a tailor's. Oh, could I? Yes, darling. Oh, I didn't know you could... Take it. There'll be loads of tailors around you. Oh, there's a loads, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll do that. Take it in. Is it? Where's it tight? Around the... Uh, so the trousers or the jacket or both? Mid-region. Is it the jacket? Yeah. Easy. Easy to let it out. With um, double-breasted, Yes. you know, like you leave the bottom of the button undone on a waistcoat. Okay. Double-breasted, I've seen some people do it all the way yep. up and then some leave that little last button undone. What do you... Well, shout out to my colleague Jo Bryant, who, of course, is sitting on your table with Just Cat at the wedding, just the <laughs> three of you, she of the thank you letters. But she did a lot of research for her book that you have, The Modern Gentleman's also, Handbook. I don't that... know these mm. people that I've met before. Could you just... Could we all wear name tags or something? Can we all wear name? It's not a bloody networking event. Can you just say, you know, you know Joe? Okay. Well, you, I don't know. Oh, you have met Joe briefly, yes. Backstage at Brighton. Yeah. Okay. Well, there we go. You remembered. Yeah. Tell you what, I'll have. Well, let's have an, an additional usher. Let's just add ushers left, right, and centre. I know and it's just, your... We can have a Jordan North usher. I know it's your day, but just help me out here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, anyway. Double-breasted. Anyway, Joe did a lot of historical research, and there isn't actually any historical precedent as to whether uh, all of them should be fastened or you leave one of them unfastened. The Prince of Wales, who I always look to as the, sort of the last word in men's fashion, will fasten all of his. Mm-hmm. Whereas his younger brother, Prince Edward, otherwise known as the Earl of Wessex, leaves his undone. So you can, you can do either. See, you can, can't you? See, I think it's fashion to leave it undone, but I actually think it looks better... Don't I know. think it looks better done. Let's put it this way. When I wear double-breasted, and I haven't for a while, I would wear... It just the shape them. of it, I think it's meant to be done up. But then unfasten it when you sit down, obviously, because yeah. otherwise it pulls on the buttons. But not unfasten it all the way? No, or every button gets unfastened when you sit down. Okay. So when you are sitting on, in your pew, mm. the row, undo it, in the church, undo it... If you stand up to sing a hymn, for example, I would just leave it unfastened because you're going to sit back down afterwards. I wouldn't bother fastening mm. it up. Yeah. Which leads me on to my next thing. We've talked about this before. Mm. I won't take... And 
I hope our friends are listening to this because you will find this really rude. You don't take your jacket off. Yeah, okay. I am having slight nightmares about this. In that originally when I was going to get married, I was going to put a little etiquette guide on each of the tables. I think you should. But I was told that that might be a bit much and slightly patronising. But... um, I know just the thing. What? No. But basically, everyone, if you are coming to my wedding, please keep your jackets on. I actually, for once, agree with William Hansen there. I... uh, Let's just remember the minute. Thank you. My, I went to a wedding recently and my dad wouldn't let any of us take our jackets off. Good for Graham. It's, you know, it's army tradition as well. Mm. In the mess, you weren't allowed to take your jackets off. It looks a bit, it looks a bit, I can't describe it. I know you're probably listening and thinking, oh, shut up, it don't matter. But, but it also, look, we're in a beautifully air-conditioned room. It, just, so it's, it it's, looks a bit, scru- like, with everyone with their jackets on the back of the, it's all right when you're having a dance and stuff mm. later on. Of which, of course, we're not. But the meal, definitely keep your jacket on. Yes. I think, do you know how we solve that? What? You get the ushers to just, if they see somebody with a jacket on, you just say the um, groom and the groom would advise that you put your jacket on. Or just on. the grooms. The groom, you could say get, because obviously Ben's an usher. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um, the grooms have asked that you put your jackets back on. Yeah, we could do that. I agree with that. Because it, it will look silly in photographs. Everyone gets dressed up, they look gorgeous, and then men can't wait to take their jackets off. No, and often, I agree. I tell you why... Here we go. Sorry, high horse now. I tell you why men can't wait to take their jackets off, because the suit doesn't fit in the first place. Whereas if you actually go and get something that does fit you, it should you should almost forget you're wearing it. Again, right, I cannot agree with you more here, and it's bugging me. Right, I go to so many weddings, mm. right, it isn't hard to get a suit that fits you. No. Right, lads, if you're listening, right... If you're a 32 small leg, get a small leg. The amount of people, all my mates get a 32 reg and then it all at the bottom. Oh, bunches up. Bunches yeah. up. And it's really, go to Moss Bros, go to Marks and Spencer's and it's really not hard to get a suit. Go to Geeves, go like, to Pink. I've never had a fitted suit or half a bum. But um, you, don't, <laughs> you don't, Ben, I'll give you this, your suit looked nice in that picture on your Instagram. It's not hard to get a suit that fits you. Don't just try a jacket on and think if this, the sleeve should be. Mm, I agree. I agree. Gosh, with I go to so many weddings and I'm like, I'm not going to say any names, but I'm just like, yeah. Well, there, well, there we go. Then see, this it's is really ultimate. not. My brothers are just as bad as well. Oh, all right, they listen. I know, but hello to the north. And another thing, you would not think this for me. Whilst I'm on one, roll reversals, polish your bloody shoes, right? When you wear a suit. And even if you don't have polishing, use furniture polish, right? It, well, it does. A bit of, a bit of, what's up with it? A bit of pledge on your shoes. <laughs> just give them a white wheel wet wipe, then dry it with a um, yeah. tea towel, and then just put a bit of pledge on a duster and give and buff them up. Alternatively, go and buy some shoe polish. Or buy shoe polish, but it doesn't take much to clean no, your shoes. They, they even take... a wet wipe, just wipe them down with a wet wipe. Christ. You're like Kim and Aggie and Gokwan all in one. It's all about the confidence. Oh, that sounded like me. Oh, yeah. I didn't know Gok sounded like me. That's a new one to me, Jolt. Cheers, Diego. Um, anyway, yes, wedding, wedding preparations going well. Um, it's... Sorry, was I ranting there? No, but it's, right? we love a rant. Okay, go on. But no, generally wedding preparation's going very well. It's slightly stressful, I'll be yeah. honest. It's getting stressful. It is the last couple of... Uh, weeks where you sort of it's all the little itty bitty things it's not either the big stuff's done but the itty bitty things are coming together god knows how people cope you know if we are doing a very straightforward simple almost old-fashioned wedding in how it is 
done, how they used to do. Well, yeah, not that old-fashioned, but, you know, in style, generally, it's sort of fairly basic. God knows how people cope, you know, who who go down the donut wall route and have photo booths and all of that. And Are you all not having a photo booth? No. I can sort you one of them out, no I don't problem. Want, I don't want one. Oh, the God. I've got one of me and Rylan. <laughs> At Scott Mills' leaving party. Yeah, I don't want a photo booth. I'll show you. No? No. Right, carry on, go on. Yeah, so God knows how people that, that overcomplicate weddings, how they cope. And to be honest... Again, I'm going to be a bit like you here. We'll get on my high horse and have a slight rant. I didn't get on my high horse. Just... Well, you did. Sorry. Um, but it, no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. It's not hard to find a suit that fits you. Like the... Mike and I, a few weeks ago, we had to go through where we're getting... You know, the, the sort of the, the city council where we're getting married on their website. Very efficient website. Have all sorts of different sort of scripts and wording for the actual legal ceremony, the bit that legally binds you together. Mm-hmm. That Mike and I spent a good hour going through, sort of doing a little role-play thing, where, you know, reading out who says what, and what words, whether you use the word impediment or not, that sort of thing, and finessing that. Personal, isn't it? You get that big count now, Viagra. No, no, impediment, it's, it's something else. Um, but looking at that, and, you know, that, everybody, that is the bit that is the marriage, that is the bit that binds you together. The colour of your napkins, whether you're having a photo booth, what songs the DJ are playing, is window dressing. Excuse okay, it's important. Me. Yes, it's important. You can absolutely have it. But what actually matters is the bit where you say, to have and to hold, to death do us part, that is the bit that counts. So you make sure you give that. And when friends are getting, you know, I've got certain friends that are planning weddings or have planned weddings in the past and, and have been married, you know, they, they worry too much about, oh, what's the cake going to look like? What are the flowers? Great, of course do that. But the bit that matters is that bit where it's just you and the registrar or the celebrant and you are committing to each other. That's the marriage. Focus on that. I, I, I completely disagree. Well, how? Because that's the most boring bit. Yes, but it's the legal bit. But that's the bit that you're like, oh, God, I hope it don't go on this. And like when you're at a funeral and some go on for ages, the best bit's the piss up afterwards. No. That's it's, why you, yeah, uh, it's lovely and it's, and it's fine. And by all means, have a, quote, unquote, piss up. But the legal bit where you are getting married, that is just as important. It's not. It, it's making sure that, you know, they've got tap, they've got beer on draft. Please tell, because that's so important. I've been to weddings where it's bottles and it's crap. And then you just go to the spa and get your own bottles. And I'm telling you now, if they've got bottles at your wedding, I'll do a bo- I'll do a boot bar. I will. I'm writing in my notes for the wedding planner. Do you know what a boot bar is? Do you know what a boot bar is? Again, I'll ask you. Do you know what a boot bar is? A boot bar. Yeah. So I'll go to shop and get a load of beers and sell them out the back of my boot. You're boot. absolutely not doing I will, because Pilks does that every wedding I go to. Right, well, Pilks is I'm not I'm not coming. saying that's the most important <laughs> thing, but making sure, like, the DJ plays the music that you want to hear. Yeah, well, there's no DJ. I'm just saying, making sure the food's good and stuff. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm fairly confident it will be. That's important. Yes, no, it is important. I'm joking as well. I, but I, it's I not as important. I've Googled, by the way, I don't think they do do draft at the place we're going to. I might yeah. have made a couple of calls. Really? Mm. Have you spoken to Nicola? They said we might be. Don't go mad. And what have you done? I've got a good relationship with them. How? Guinness might be bringing some. But it's not going to overshadow your day. 
In bloody well better not. So I'm going to come in on a big Guinness truck. Oh, fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> and spray everyone with stout. And then we're all going to get drunk on Guinness. I'm right. joking. Well, that'll look lovely. I haven't really wrong on Anyway. Thank you. There you go. Is this the menu? We've just been brought the menu. What? 14 quid for a de Bonnet. Are you joking? How much is a... F- Are you pissing joking? I don't even know what grapper is, but it's 28 quid. <laughs> They don't do draft, do they? No, but he, that's not a, the events menu. So don't panic you... too much about £9 it. £9 for a bottle of beer? Well, you're not paying anyway, so shut up. Oh, OK. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> are we? Oh, yeah, that's fine. What? I just... Oh, I think. Could you not... I just, you're not going to have draft, are they? doesn't matter. It's fine. I will ask. I have written that for my call on Monday. I will ask. Thank you. OK? Will you let me know as soon as you know? Jordan, it's literally, you know what I just said about the actual legal bit and that's the bit that matters? Forget it. It's a drop in the ocean, okay, but, in comparison to is there Guinness or any other I'm form not of... I'm not Guinness, just a pint of lager. Pint of lager on tap. Just don't just say, do you do lager on tap? I can't, I mean... And anybody listening, right, when you book a wedding, make sure they've got on tap. Nicola is going to think I have lost the plot. <laughs> Okay, the questions that I have been asking her over the last week, and then suddenly I turn around with, is there lager on tap? Just say, Nicola, darling, it's William. Hi, darling. Uh, Thanks very much for the information about the napkin. It's nice to know that they're Egyptian cotton. Also, (laughs) I have a friend, he's from Burnley. That explains everything. Do you have lager on draft? I probably will caveat my question with, the northerners are asking X. Great. I'm kind of joking, but I'm not. I know it's important, the wedding bit. I, I think I'll cry. I, I'm going to cry for the whole day. Oh. I'm crying writing the wedding speech already, not even doing it. I think I'm going to, generally I'm going to come down the aisle <laughs> <laughs> in tears. Let's just move on. Uh, <laughs> you set the precedent for this. Yes. For anyway, you're not going to ask me how my week How's your week been, Jordan? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Right, should we go to Jordan's joke of the week? <laughs> I went back home this week. Oh, right, in your electric car, unbranded. Sim the family. Mm, mm. Good. You seen that video of the Burnley? Yes, with, which, you know, nice little melee of your family gathering, having a nice time. Pans left, Ryan's on the loo. Yeah. Door not shut, hand down his crotch. Yeah. Lovely. It's, very it's a classic Burnley, Burnley scene. Um, I also interviewed the Burnley manager, Vincent Company. Vincent Company. Yeah, Company. We're going up. No, I no, I think we're... So we're, Jordan and have now turned to Ben and they're just having some football chat. I've got to say, right, to any Burnley fans that are listening or watching the um, interview. When, when What's it an interview for? It's for the Burnley socials. Oh, right. And he was so... He's such a down-to-earth bloke. I was re- really nervous, actually. Mm-hmm. Really nervous. I was also absolutely hanging out of my ass. <laughs> So I can, I am so, like, to the point where I think I stunk a beer. I'd been at our Ryan and Kate's the night before. Yeah. And we, I were about to go to bed and then they started playing Cortinas on Alexa. So we oh, having, you can't help yourself. We was having a dance and then we opened the Glen Morangi or whatever it's called. The, the what? Whiskey and... Yeah, this Glen... Morangi. Yes. It's it? definitely not whatever you said. Glen Morangi. Uh, yeah, I, I vaguely know what you mean. So then... Glen Fiddick? And then I had to get up and interview him. So I'm so sorry. If I, I, to the point where I can't even watch the video back. But hey, you got to meet Vincent Company. Oh, he was great. And he was, and like, he, 
like we're, I just I'm I'm in awe of him. I really am. But I'm just sorry if it looks unprofessional. Right, well, that was my week, condensed down to five minutes because it was all about William and his wedding. <laughs> Should we go to challenge, challenge of the week? I was on TalkSport this week. Well, yeah. Ben was on TalkSport this week. Oh, he just chips in with... Which one? I, I Back was... at, you haven't been on for a while, have you? TalkSport no, they deleted his number. After Radio 1, TalkSport's mm. probably one of my favourite radio stations. Oh, really? Yeah, and I can say that. I used Not to... Harsh FM. Mm, I, listen, I listen to a lot of radio. Yeah. Yeah. What ben, on, so what were you talking about, Ben? Was it was it Stoke? Was it on Hawksby and Jacobs? All right, guys. This is what <laughs> this is the accent Ben does on uh, Talksport. You see, I was at the game and I said to the missus, "I'm going to be away for the weekend. I'm going to go and wash the potters." And I said to her, "I, I did, boys. I put her in a place. I said I'm going on the football and I'm going to go and wash the potters. And I'm sick of you bloody nagging me. I'm away with the boys." It was a shit game, but you know what I mean. I took, the, the, I took the nail varnish off before I went. Took the nail varnish off. <laughs> Hawksby, is it gone? Yes. Of course it is. Can, did you? Can I just ask? Did you? Did you presumably get some acetate or nail varnish remover and take it off? Yeah. And why did you? Because you were going somewhere where you thought it would be embarrassing. It looked a bit tacky. Just it did look a bit tacky in the end because it chipped. I listen to Jim White and Simon Jordan every day. Who are they? They are run from ten till one. Ten to one. Talk spot. Gosh. And if I miss him, I listen before I go to bed. Oh, that's sweet. I really like him. It's me listening great. to uh, Treasure Quest on BBC Three Counters in Northampton with Jonathan. Oh, <laughs> darling! That's so not Jonathan. Oh, it's Treasure Quest. <laughs> oh, what am I like? If you hate the general public, get in touch too. <laughs> so those, obviously, I do the Keep Up Appearances podcast with Jonathan, and Jonathan's phone in the other day. I sent it to Jordan. It was hilarious. Who would you like to taser on public transport? (laughs) And it's radio like that that we need to bring back. I agree. I agree. So on our bonus next week, we're going to be talking about who we'd taser. I did think Jonathan went a little bit too far, where one caller, like, you know, Margaret in Milton Keynes, phoned in to say that she she hates people that eat smelly food on on public transport. And Jonathan went, oh, yes, put the vaults through them. (laughs) I did feel that might have gone a bit far. No, I think that's But he funny. got away with it. Radio's too bland and boring these days, so mm. it's good that you've got people like Jonathan. Talking of which, how's two till six? <laughs> no, we... Jordan's doing a longer shift. I was last week. No wonder he's got that line on his forehead. He's exhausted. You're a bitch. Right, I feel like we've not half gone on here. Sorry, Gene Devers. We are going to go to your questions soon. But is it going all right? Yes, yeah, going yeah? well. Fine? Yeah. Filling the time? Pardon? You, you're coping? You're... How many weeks are you doing it? Just, it was last week. Oh, it's just last week. You're yeah. not doing it this week? No. Oh, fine. Oh, why are we talking about it then? All right, it's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cue the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. Cha-cha-cha. I was trying some shoes on in Clark's this week, and I'll tell you the punchline after the break. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, Gene Deepers, thanks for sticking with us. It's time for Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week. I was trying some shoes on in Clark's this week. They were mm-hmm. a bit tight. I said to the guy, I said, they don't fit. He said, pull the tongue out. I said, they still don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a visual joke. It's nice. It's fun. I like that <laughs> one. Like nice, that clean one. joke. Mm. Clean and clever joke. Okay. Should we go to the listeners' questions? Uh, yes, indeed. And uh, can we just say thank you to G&D Rebecca, who has uh, sent us a message saying she doesn't know what's in the water of the new studios, but these last few episodes have had her dying with laughter every time. She's been in G&D for, for a few years now, but my God, we're all on quality form. Well, sorry that that's passed this week, but thank you for your kind words. Oh, thank you. We have been on good form lately. We have been. Sorry, I've been on good form lately. <laughs> I'm joking. We know you're the funniest one. I'm not. You I'm are. really not. I am. Um, let's go to... It's just our producer doing his emails again. On... Have you heard any of these recent episodes? <laughs> I'm, li- I'm writing down what the moment is. Oh, the TikTok? Mm, yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> Can, fair enough. Well, all I'm saying was is you was editing another podcast whilst you were meant to be listening to ours. This one is from Sarah with no H. Hello, producer Ben, William and Jordan. Isn't that Sarah? Sarah Cox is spelled like that. Just right, come on, we're already behind. This one is from Sarah slash Sarah. It's S-A-R-A. Hello, producer Ben, William and Jordan. I'm currently recovering from surgery and stumbled across your YouTube channel, which then led me to your podcast. I'm so pleased that I have found you, as you are making my days stuck at home recovering so much easier. Anyway, on to my question. How do you deal with Freudian slips at work? It's obviously directed at you, Jordan. Freudian slips? Where you say one thing but mean another. I th- that's literally my life. Is yes. that what that's called? A Freudian or a malapropism. But oh don't bother saying God. that. I didn't know that. I am a senior manager in a government office. As part of a training I recently delivered to over 50 people, instead of saying sectarianism, I said sex with Terryism. <laughs> Her husband is called Terry. 
As soon as I said it, I knew. I was so embarrassed as half the room started sniggering, mainly those who know my husband's name, no apostrophe, and the other half was stunned into silence. I have also been chairing important meetings when someone has made a Freudian slip which is completely inappropriate. I want nothing more than to burst out into giggles, but I cannot, as it would not be professional. I also don't feel comfortable pulling them up in the meeting for what can only be an innocent mistake. So my question is, what is the correct way to respond if I say the wrong thing? And also as the manager, how do I respond if someone else does it? Yours sincerely, Sarah slash Sarah. Own it. Own it, own it, own it. Laugh it off. Do a typical what am I like, move on. And then get a job on the radio. Exactly. That's my advice, Sarah slash Sarah. Mm. Own it. Just own it. Laugh it off. If you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? Exactly. And as Dame Edna once said to uh, to Jeffrey Archer, that's a bit of a who, uh, if you can't laugh at yourself, you might be missing out on the joke of the century. That's nice. Exactly. It's nice. A nice saying. Just own it. Laugh it off. Even yeah. in a professional environment. Every... We're British. We've got a good sense of humour. Use the humour reflex. That's what we'd like. We've got a good sense of humour. Even if you was... even if it was... And... I'm sure, like, when people are nervous in front of the Queen and stuff, they laugh it off. Oh, yeah, and they, they find it all hilarious yeah, if things do. go wrong. So, yeah. so don't worry about it. It's what you're known for. It's better to be memorable than forgettable. You're just boshing him out today. Thank you. I'm going to get all these tattooed. They're great oh, quotes. don't. Like, disfruta el momento. Live, laugh, love in it's Spanish. It's enjoy the moment. Enjoy the moment. Breathe. Relax. Calm. Enjoy the moment. Right. Are you enjoying this moment? No, not no. particularly. Uh, this is from Anonymous. Dear William Jordan and PB, My friend has recently got a new job and needed to send three forms of ID to her line manager to prove her identity. One of these was her birth certificate. We were on holiday together last week and she mentioned she had asked her dad to send her a photo of the birth certificate, which she did a few hours later. I have known her dad since we were 11. We're now in our early 20s and he is in his mid-70s and lives alone. I had never seen a birth certificate before, so when her dad sent the image through, I asked if I could see it. The image was taken from a distance, so my friend had zoomed in to show me the details. I then read it through and went to close the picture before I gave her phone back. But, much to my horror, when it zoomed out, it revealed her dad had unintentionally taken a photo of something else. His penis. <laughs> he was clearly oblivious to how wide the camera lens was when he had been enjoying some time alone in the house. I was surprised, to say the least, and asked my friend if she had seen the whole image she was about to send to her new line manager. She was confused and I didn't know what else to do, so in a panic I threw the phone back at her. Her dad's penis was out of my face, but now unfortunately in hers. The image is burnt into both of our minds and we have thought about it every day since. We don't want it to get in the way of our friendship, so your advice would be very much appreciated. I don't know where my birth certificate is. That's quite <laughs> worrying, actually. I what you were going to say. I actually don't know where my birth I'm sure is. your parents have got it. No, I don't think they have, because they give it me before they moved out of the... You can probably get a copy of it from... Spain. Oh, God, I won't be able to get married without a birth certificate, will you? What? Will you? No, I think... No, I haven't had to do that. Oh, OK. No. Um, um, you're never getting married anyway, you say you always tell us. I'm not. Also ridiculous that you, nowadays you've got to get utility bill because it's all on emails and they want hard car anyway um, um yes i i think you protect you this is a classic case of you just ignore it and you pretend it didn't happen and if you need to be in therapy so be it i don't think you actually need to be in therapy uh, correspondent it's probably your friend whose father's uh, appendage it was but i would just pretend it didn't happen i think i need to know more to give advice here was was he erect at the time yeah. or why do you he, need to know that was he what's the 
posh word for fluffy. Fla- flaccid. Floppy. <laughs> flaccid. Floppy, isn't it? Yeah, it's floppy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So flaccid. Do you know what I would have done? And I appreciate this is with hindsight and you can't now do this. Because if he was... Sorry, go up. I would have cropped the image. Mm. Okay, so I would have looked at it, quick click edit, crop it in, and then screenshotted that so it's a new image that can't be edited and then I would have deleted the other one. Yeah, that's good advice. But if he was erect, it's a different story and then I'd look at the therapy because he, he might have been having a, a tummy tank. Or if it was floppy, he's quite cute, isn't he, if he was on flop? Because... <laughs> Like, he's an old man and he wouldn't have known that his widgie were in picture. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't say anything to the father. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. Those, oh, don't worry, he'll be mortified. But if he was if he was on Slack, then it's probably not as bad. Right. Because if he's on Slack, he, he didn't know. He's just a cute old man with his todger out, isn't he? <laughs> but if he's erect, I mean, if that's your definition of cute. If he's erect, we're going into pervy old man territory, aren't we? <laughs> Thank you for writing in. This is from another anonymous listener. <laughs> On Slack. <laughs> anyway. Dear William Jordan and producer Ben, I'm writing as I have recently made a very embarrassing blunder that I cannot stop cringing about. I was at a local music festival and a very old school friend came up to me to say hello. This girl has three children and to my knowledge was very happily married. She was wearing a lovely dress and she looked like she was once again with child. Forgetting all etiquette around this, I proceeded to rub slash stroke her belly, to which I very quickly could tell from the look on her face she was definitely not pregnant. I quickly... (laughs) I quickly tried to save the situation and said how nice her dress was uh, as I was stroking her belly. I was absolutely mortified. This poor girl then told me she's actually separated from her husband, oh my God, and is going through a divorce. What is the correct etiquette in this situation? Should I have admitted it to her that I thought she was pregnant or do you think the compliment on the dress saved it? Brackets, it definitely didn't. Love from a mortified anonymous listener. Anonymous, I, I was about to say you saved it. That was a, that was a great save. That was a great... Um, yes, but if you what you're... did he say when you trip up? Uh, you styled it out. You styled it out. Yeah, but Jordan, if I let's say liked that, t- just pretend I like that T-shirt. What I would not do is I wouldn't like start rubbing your stomach no. to go. I love it. I would touch the arm or the shoulder. No, anonymous, I'm not going to lie. It sounds like you fucking ruined her day. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting divorced, and you've just and she's overweight. This is why I never, ever, 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 ever ask if someone's pregnant. Mm. Don't ever ask or assume if someone's pregnant. No. Sometimes you can tell, but you never know. Could be a, a tumour or something. A tumour? Yeah, you never That's know. That's a bloody big tumour, love. Yeah, people do. Right. It okay. Could be like, when's it due? Oh, it's just a cyst. What? Yeah, it's just a cyst. So just. Or right. if you said, I just don't. Oh, have you. Got a bun in the oven? No, I'm just put a load of weight on it. Have I told you about my former piano teacher when I was sort of nine? And my father came in to sort of uh, observe a music lesson because I wasn't loving piano. And as we left, he said, you didn't tell me that Miss... Let's just call her Mrs Smith. You didn't tell me that Mrs Smith's pregnant because Mrs Smith had announced that she was going on maternity leave. And I said, oh, I didn't realise. I just thought she had a big Christmas. That's what I said, age nine. That's cute. I know. Also, but better that than the other way around. Also, the fact that your dad came into school to watch your music lessons. Yeah, because I really... I, you know what? We've talked about me leaving home before over piano practice, and I hated piano practice, and I would dramatically leave home. Why did they make you do it then? Pushy parents. Put, yeah. Middle-class parents. Middle class. As much as I love them. 
Darling, don't you dare accuse us of being middle class again. I've told you we're upper middle, at least. Oh, uh, and he came into school. Yeah. I think so he knew what I should then be doing at home. If my mum and dad weren't asked about all like that. No. Um, but it, going back to Anonymous's Do question... Do you mean you got hit in PE? Fucking hit him back! Twice as hard! I'll be bloody getting hit in PE. Do you want me and our rain to go round? I'll knock him out. No, he's 15, Dad. I'll be getting hit. Go out and hit, go, go out with Rick now and hit him twice as hard. Bigger they are, harder they fall. Not what my dad's advice at school. Excellent. Um, but going back to Anonymous's question, I think if... if, if <laughs> I think you just have to give a quick sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry, and just move on. Yeah, just say sorry. Keep it short. And sometimes the best apologies are the shortest apologies. That would be my advice. Final letter. This is from Harriot. Harriot with an O at the end of her name. Well, not at the end of her name. That would be Harrietto. This is from Harry Ott. Just read the bloody letter. Dear William Jordan and Diego, I hope this email finds you both well. Congratulations to the beautiful couple. Assume they mean Mike and me, but maybe they mean us. In light of William's upcoming nuptials, I was hoping you could give us some advice. For context, my partner and I are in our early 20s and have been together for five years this November. We are cisgendered and heterosexual. These details are important because I'm considering breaking tradition by proposing to him. I have spoken about proposing to him with my nearest and dearest friends and they have mostly all advised against it. My friends are liberal and certainly non-traditional, but agreed that if I were to propose, then I would be quote-unquote making it easier for him and stealing his limelight. One very close friend even added that she would think I was trying to hurry the whole thing along. It is worth adding that my friends may have this impression because my partner and I are truly polar opposites. He is more introverted and I am more extroverted, so generally displays of affection come slightly easier to me. I recently thought to myself, what would the help boys do? The help boys, that's us. Whoa and casually brought up the subject of marriage in conversation with him. He responded that if I were to pr propose, it would take the pressure off him, but that being proposed to would be anxiety-inducing. I'll be honest, this left me more confused than ever. So my question is, do I propose to the man that I love, or should I wait for him to summon the courage to ask me? In this day and age, should gender norms in heterosexual relationships really matter? Thank you for bringing a smile to my face every week. Kind regards, Harriet. Harriet, I mean... He's just said he didn't want to be proposed to, so I think you've answered your own question there. Yeah, I know, and, and I, I, can, I can see Harriet's dilemma. In answer to sort of the, the final question, do gender norms and heterosexual relationships really matter? I think things are changing. You know, if a woman wants to make the first move versus the man, not a problem, particularly if the man is being a little no, bit I slow. No, I agree with you there, yeah. But... Communication. I mean, that's all you you can just need to continue to have this conversation and sort of set and spell it out to him and say, look, you know, I would like to get married to you if you, I'm happy to, to propose. Or you can actually, nobody needs to propose. Mikey and I didn't propose. And again, for same-sex couples, yeah, just... who proposes to? We literally agreed to get married. I know that's not very romantic. It's not a phenomenal story. But we just sort of had a chat. We had already talked about marriage and we agreed to get married. So we sat next to a big fire at Soho Farmhouse. It was quite romantic. It was quite romantic. It was July. I don't know why the fire was on, but we were sat next sit oh my god. We were sitting next to it. Oh God. Actually, we were sat next to it, I think actually is grammatically correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But let's just gloss over that. Okay. Um, I would maybe approach it differently, Harriet, and say, actually, you don't really need a proposal. Mm. The bit that marries is the marriage, not the proposal. Just have a chat. Just chat have a chat. Yeah. That's um, good propose to each other. That's good advice. All of these wedding traditions only go back a little bit or maybe are rooted in sort of very stereotypical 
way of life that perhaps yeah. doesn't exist. Don't be afraid to do it differently. That book I read, the one on that book show I was on, Mikey got the same one. Oh, yeah. What's uh, it called? The Way We Live Now. Yes. Trollope. Oh, I only asked. Um, they just, in that, they just say, would you like to be my wife, but not in a romantic way. Just yeah, exactly. Just and coffee it, and stuff. The, the, sort of, the, sort of the, the Hollywood films of the romantic proposal at a starlit night and, oh, we've just had a lovely meal and something comes out of a gatto. Oh, whatever. If someone proposed to me in front of a big crowd or a restaurant, I would hate that. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely not in front some of people, others. Yeah, some, some people, yeah. Some people love it. Yeah, like at football matches and stuff. Oh. You can send your anonymous admittals to help at sexandmyboss.com. Oh, sorry, should we just have a recap on that? You can send your anonymous admittals to help at sexandmyboss.com. Oh, nice, I like it. You can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss, or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter to paper. The address is on the website, sexandmyboss.com. We'll see you on Friday for the bonus. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello Gene Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema. 